Hello, I'm Natasha Mirosh. Welcome to Extra Virgin Postcards, where I invite a guest from around the world to share what they love about where they live, what there is to see and do, and where to eat and drink. You'll get insights that only a local would know. So whether you're looking for destination information or just armchair travelling, let this Extra Virgin Postcard take you away. My name is Wistrud Budari. I live and work in Bangkok. My current is with a Coca-Cola bottler uh, in Thailand. I'm an executive counselor and assistant chairman. And I think the biggest perks about my job for the past 20 years has been able to travel around the country, around Thailand, meeting some great people and enjoying the food around the country. I've lived in Bangkok most of my life, except the nine years or so that I spent studying abroad. So I think I know Bangkok fairly well, but of course, being a large city, there are always new things here and there that I'm not aware of. Bangkok is located in the central region of Thailand. We have a big river named Cha Praya that runs through the city and the river runs uh, straight to the Gulf of Thailand, which is not so far from Bangkok. The city itself is pretty flat. We're very close to some great beaches. It's just one or two hours away, depending on which direction uh, you take. So about the city, Bangkok is really a lively city. It's busy most of the time. We are quite famous for our traffic. I think a lot of you must have heard. Geographically, the city is not so big, but the traffic can make getting around the city quite a challenge and can also uh, be quite a surprise if you're in a hurry sometimes. Today, we're quite lucky uh, that we have a good public transport, a BTS SkyTrain system and an MRT or an underground train that covers a good part of the city. So getting around the city is manageable, I would say, nowadays. I find that the people are generally very friendly, and I'm sure that a lot of the visitors uh, will, will have the same uh, feeling as I do. Uh, a lot of my expats friends really like the city and, and the people. Bangkok being a city that is not that old, relatively speaking, we have you know a lot of modern buildings. It's really a concrete jungle, and there are areas where perhaps used to be suburbs. Actually, the neighborhood that I that I live in, perhaps 10, 15 years ago, was considered as a suburb. Now it's developing very quickly into commercial areas. Plenty of apartments, condos, and community malls uh, being built. Pretty much everywhere. But also there are more historical neighborhoods towards the inner city of Bangkok. You might have heard the Grand Palace, uh, which is the one of the oldest uh, area of the city that is near the Japraya River. And not so far from that is our famous Chinatown, where you find lots of shops, uh, great food, you know, souvenirs. That's also a, quite an historical neighborhood. What's interesting about the city, about Bangkok, is that Every neighborhood has a mixture of shops, social economic status, residential areas. You have uh, a low income neighborhood uh, in one block and the next you have a, a high rise building. So you find a lot of street vendors uh, right next to high end shops uh, in pretty much every street corners. The weather in Bangkok is generally very warm uh, all year round. Uh, I like to tell foreigners that we have a hot season and a wet season. Our rainy season starts from June to October. That's pretty much given uh, every year. Other than that, it's it's quite warm all year round. If you're lucky, a cool breeze in December or January, maybe two to four weeks. So actually the best time to visit if you don't like hot and humid weather is December and January. But it's great all year round. 
things to do and things to see around the city. I have mentioned already the Grand Palace. Uh, I think we have uh, a very beautiful architecture and the Grand Palace, a lot of history around the palace itself. And in that same neighborhood or not so far away, we also have other temples that are very beautiful. Wat Arun is, is I think in English, is called the Temple of Dawn. Is near the Chao Phraya River. We have a beautiful pagoda there. A Chinatown, also not far away from that area. As well, street food, especially in the evening, it's very lively. We also have many places now offering uh, fancy rooftop dining. If you like to see the view of the city, we also have river cruise uh, in the Chao Phraya, and it's especially nice in December and January. You can enjoy the view along uh, the river. On weekends, we have Jeju Jack Market. It's known, I think, to foreigners as JJ Market. After COVID, I think things may be a little bit more quiet than usual, but it's still worth exploring, I would say. Uh, another weekend market that perhaps is lesser known to foreigners is called Bang Nampung Market. It's on the other side of town. It's near the Chao Phraya River as well. That also happens on the weekend. So a lot of local food vendors, great crafts, souvenirs, and snacks that you can easily spend, you know, two to three hours of browsing. And of course, if you're a, a shopaholic, we have four to five very, very large uh, shopping malls scattered around the city. You can always spend you know, easily three, four hours uh, in those malls. Well, other things to do if you like food and enjoy your, your meals like I do, we are very well known for our food. Our street food is, is world famous, but perhaps a little bit lesser known as well is that you can find great street food pretty much everywhere in Bangkok. You don't really have to go to Chinatown to get good street food. You go there for the vibe, you know, for the people, but great food is everywhere. We also have many options of restaurants, you know, from casual dining all the way to Michelin star plate. So that's something for everyone in terms of food. Personally, I really enjoy, you know, living here. I think uh, food for me is a big part of, of, of my life. There are places to go for Thai food, for Chinese restaurants, Indian food, Italian. We have great Italian restaurants here, uh, French restaurants, Vietnamese, you name it. You know, there's everything. And again, getting around a city now uh, is, is very easy with SkyTrain and the underground. So on to my weekends then. On a typical weekend, you know, I wake up early, both Saturdays and Sundays. Sometimes you usually earlier than, than weekdays. I try to go jogging in the morning, one of those days. Uh, and another, another day to go have a coffee with some friends at one of the new cafes around town. It's just, there seems to be new cafes opening up every day. If you like to spend some time jogging or walking in the morning, we have a new extension of, of Benchakiti Park in the city that has recently been extended. Uh, to cover a, a much larger ground right in the middle of Bangkok. Then we go out for dinner uh, or lunch just to explore new restaurants sometimes or just to relax uh, in our frequently visited restaurants, depending on the mood, just because there are so many of them to choose from. On Sundays, I usually uh, cook, prepare a, a large dinner for extended family. That's up to 10 to 15 people, depending on the guests as well. So I do grocery in the morning, uh, spend the rest of the day uh, preparing and cooking for the rest of Sunday. So that's my typical weekend. It can be a little bit challenging on Sundays, depending on what I what I prepare uh, for the meal. On a topic of food, let's continue about restaurants. Uh, we have, uh, as I mentioned, so many restaurants to choose from. And I think that is an opinion echoed by, by a lot of my friends uh, as well. 
We have local favorites. We have food markets, you know, local food markets, and we have vineyards that perhaps not far away from Bangkok as well to visit. So, as I mentioned, from street food to Michelin star places, I think I'll name a few of my favorite restaurants. A lot of them are actually more well well established places. Starting from Chinatown, there's a place that I go to for a goose, a roast goose, uh, called Chua Ha Seng. I hope I. I Pronounce that correctly. Not far. It's right at the edge of Chinatown. That's my favorite roast goose place. Italian place. There's plenty to choose from. My favorite being Gianni's. This restaurant has been uh, in the city for I think more than two decades for sure. I'm not sure it could be three decades. Gianni makes great Italian food. For French food, I like Philippe. Again, a well-established place uh, on Soy Sucumbit 39. Uh, actually, not too far from my place. Still serving great uh, French dishes. And of course, you can't talk about food without mentioning Thai noodles. That is also my favorite. We have so many places for beef noodles. My favorite being that is in Sukhumvit Soy 65. They are very well known for their stew beef uh, and, and beef noodles in general. So those are three, four perhaps well-established places. But there are also some relatively new restaurants that I uh, find very, very. Delicious as well. So quite a departure from your typical European or Thai food. We have a new Argentinian barbecue place that opened up perhaps in the last few years. A name Don Asado. Don Asado is located in on Yenagat Street near the financial area, but has a very nice ambient with Argentinian chef preparing what I find the best. Uh, Barbecue, the best beef ribs in town. Moving back to Thai food a little bit, some newer places such as Kio Kai Ga also I find very good. They're located on Nakaniwat Road. That's sort of a suburb area. They serve great Thai food and it's very busy all the time. Another great Thai food, which seems to be the trend now, Thai restaurants are specializing regional dishes. This place serves. Eastern style Thai food called Si. Being a province in the east, they serve great, very simple Thai food, and they're located again not too far in Sukhumvit Soi 33. And these areas are easily accessible, you know, by by SkyTrain, and very close to hotels and areas that are frequent by travelers. Moving a little bit further out of the city center, there is a famous mutton basmati rice place that I like called Chim Kon Tum. They're located on Jang Watana Road, which is sort of the outskirt of Bangkok, closer to Nontaburi, uh, our neighboring uh, province. It's considered great in Bangkok anyway. So they serve up great chicken, basmati rice, mutton, basmati rice. Dip. So that's options for everyone. I already mentioned Bang Nampung Market again, worth visiting not only for the food and the souvenir. There's also a bike tour. Uh, you can bike around that neighborhood. I believe it lasts maybe. One and a half to two hours, if not a little bit longer, uh, but it's a relaxed tour that you can, you know, bike and stop and see different things. At a small park there, of course, you stop at the market, you know, and just enjoy the scenery. As for drinks, a bamboo bar at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel has some great music and great cocktails, so that's also an attraction if you're in town. And last but not least, a vineyard is about one and a half hours by car. It's not in Bangkok. It's located towards the northeast. The vineyard is called Grand Monte. It's operated by a local wine. She graduated actually uh, wine making from Australia, so they're making some good wines there. Great atmosphere, very peaceful, not far from the city. A quick insider tip, perhaps it's for beach lovers. Bangkok is actually not far from the beach, 
We have a, a beach located about 50 minutes away by car. It's called Bang San Beach. It's well known by, by Thais, by the locals, uh, and less so for travelers and foreigners. You don't need to go two hours to Pattaya. Uh, we have a great beach uh, 50 minutes away called Bang San Beach. So it's very nice and peaceful on weekdays. So just keep that in mind if you're looking for a nice, relaxed time by the beach. So thanks for having me on the podcast. I hope I've encouraged uh, you to come and visit Bangkok and to Thailand in general. I'm sure that you will enjoy the city and also Thailand as a whole. We're very welcome travelers and foreigners all the time. So thank you. You've been listening to Extra Virgin, a podcast for the Epicurious. You can get more great food and travel inspiration, including stories, recipes, reviews, and more on our website, www.extravirginfoodandtravel.com. You can also follow Extra Virgin Food and Travel on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or email us at extravirginfoodandtravel at gmail.com. If you haven't already, go to Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, to download and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until we meet again, bon voyage and bon appétit.